This video is brought to you by Black Moon Games. Check out their products at shop-black-moon.com. I'm a little fuzzy tonight because I've been at four days straight at DragonCon. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about how the convention scene, what it's like being at a convention 18 months later and still kind of in a pandemic. Um, this is the first time I've ever been at DragonCon. I'm really excited to uh, to talk about it. Uh, if you've been at Dra DragonCon before, let me know in the comments. Uh, let me know what your favorite aspect is of it. Uh, what conventions you're excited to finally get back to. Uh, yeah, uh, a couple flights, took me a few flights to get in, a couple different time zones, but I got in on Thursday. And uh, yeah, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about DragonCon tonight. So stick around. Hey everyone, welcome to the Cat of Good Cast, our weekly geeky roundtable. I'm your host, Doug Shoot, and with me are my fellow casters, Ben Higgins from Quarterstaff Games. Now in 3D, and if you're listening to the audio podcast, you missed the visual. <laughs> <laughs> Author, illustrator of Story Comic, the one and only Barney Smith. Someone told me the camera adds 10 pounds, and I thought... Why would anyone eat a camera? Well, Barney, you didn't just eat a camera. <laughs> I, I, I patched a camera. <laughs> okay, oh, uh, uh, so get yeah, Doug. Go ahead and pull up the images of my colonoscopy. You have no, we're not. We're not doing that. You? <laughs> no? I will. I will get a YouTube strike if that. You, if that you folks in 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 audio and visual land think that's funny, but he sent those to us. Yeah, he did send us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we actually have visual proof that Barney's we, we, health is totally. We have. I have seen more of Barney's internal workings than I have of my own, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. It's exactly I've, I know more about what Barney's insides look like than oh, I ever needed man. to. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, so get your colonoscopy done. If you're 45 and over, go get your colonoscopy done. So yeah. all right. And, and I said I did, and I told these guys I was a I did it without medication. One in 30 do that. So it was fun because I got to watch the camera, see the pictures being taken, and yeah, it's a good, it's a, it's a good time, wow. everybody. I don't, that's like, I don't, bravo, Bernie. I don't, I don't know what to I, say about I'm that. not sure. Is this a humble <laughs> brag? I'm not, I can't oh, tell. Oh, it is. Oh, my, yeah, man. <laughs> Some sort of brag. One out of 30 people mm. do that, you know, you got to be proud of yourself. You know, know. You know what, my, what my daughter would say? Weird flex, bro. <laughs> yeah, weird flex, bro. And actually, you can't flex during a scope. That's terrible. Yeah, you gotta really, you gotta take 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 deep breaths. Yeah, yeah. And of course, joining us is our geek of the north, Jason Hunt. One hundred percent scope free at the moment. <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> Hungry Ewok says, "Put me out." 
Give me the meds. Uh, Vanderby says, uh, doesn't Doug wear glasses? I usually do, but my, my mask, wearing a mask for nine hours plus straight, yes. I've got some sore back of my ears, so I'm not putting any not putting any glasses on tonight. I'm going to stumble through, uh, the, stumble and fumble through the my, viewing the uh, back end of this thing here uh, while we're broadcasting. Uh, Amanda says she can confirm that Bill, Barney does have a clean bill of health. Uh, <laughs> and that we saw the photos of it. <laughs> that we saw the photos. I'm going to remind folks that if you are listening to the audio podcast of, of this uh, show, you can join us every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube uh, and Twitch. Just go to a Victor, just search for Victor Condition Gaming. Give us a follow. Give us a like. We really greatly appreciate it. Uh, yeah, guys, I'm, I'm excited. I'm at DragonCon right now. Well, not right. I mean, I'm at the hotel because I wasn't going to because they closed the DragonCon closed down at five. But holy crap, DragonCon is like a nonstop party. Told you. Ridiculous. It's the party con. It's cool. It's cool. I'm excited. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Like what's what the convention, the convention scene is kind of like because there's been some modification. There's some changes. Uh, We're going to talk about that. It's been really, really awesome, though, overall. And, uh, yeah, but first, let's get to our first segment, which, of course, is new at the store. Let me get your top of the line, high def, top of the line graphic for you, Ben. Here we go. You know, I thought not doing new at the store last week would make me nostalgic for that. And, no, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not so much, huh? <laughs> not, not so much. Uh, new at the store this week, we've got two uh, two items that I wanted to bring to everyone's attention. First up is Catan 3D Edition. This is a large box release, and it is all plastic, all 3D, all pre-painted, ready-to-go version of Catan. This is just the base game. It uh, doesn't have uh, any of the expansions in it. It is only for three to four players, so it's kind of limited. Uh, a lot of people like the five to six player expansion uh, to pick up at the same time. This is just for three to four players, but it is beautiful uh, with the 3D cast, or cities, towns, roads, all the tiles and everything. It's, uh, it's a really, really nice piece. And, uh, and if we do this here, yes, that was like a life-size picture. Uh, this thing is uh, definitely a uh, a shelf hog. Uh, really, really cool. Uh, this has been in the works for a couple of years. Asmodee uh, basically teased it in 2019 and uh, told us it was coming soon. And unfortunately, that coming soon meant like two years later. So, uh, But here we are now. It's finally out. It is a gorgeous piece. If you are a huge Catan fan, definitely something to add to your game library. Yeah, there's a lot of folks that love uh, love playing Catan and that were really excited when this was announced. Um, it's nice to see it finally finally hit shelves. Uh, uh, I think it was, wasn't it? Didn't they tease it at like Gamma Expo the last time we were at, at Gamma Expo, Ben? Gamma, Gamma 2019, yep. Yeah. That's, uh, that's where they kind of revealed it. And they're like, guess what? It's coming soon. And nope. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, been, a, it's been a while. It's in, it's in the works. And... Uh, but now, now we have it. Um, and yeah, you made a sale <laughs> just now, Ben. <laughs> uh, the, the damage. Uh, so this clocks in an MSRP of $300. <gasps> so this is not cheap. 
Wow, uh, it's that much, huh? It is fully painted. Uh, the the pieces, the roads, the cities all have highlights and shading on them. Like the production value on this is pretty impressive. Uh, and when you factor in all that together, yes, it does clock in at a pretty hefty price point. So like I said, if you are a big Catan fan, uh, this is for you. Um, I definitely, I, I think it's, it's interesting that Asmodee put this out there with um, the prevalence of 3D printing, that actually you could buy these 3D printed probably pretty cheap, but having it all pre-painted ready to go is where that extra price point comes in. So. And then the good news is too, is because of the size, you can actually utilize those pieces as tokens for Monopoly as well. It's true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, was it originally $300? It seems like, it, I, I almost want to think it was, like a, they announced it at a lower price point, but. I, 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 in my brain, and I don't have this documented anywhere, unfortunately, uh, I believe that this was originally supposed to be the 25th anniversary edition of the game, and they had it clocked in at a lower price point, probably around 150 to 200. And I think what happened was they realized they could never actually do it for that amount, so they kind of split the 3D edition and the 25th anniversary edition. Uh, and gave us two different Catans uh, uh. this year uh, and and made it its own thing. Uh, I did see uh, I did see in the in the chat that uh, someone was asking about the size of it. Uh, it's probably about fifty percent bigger than the the cardboard tiles. So this definitely definitely is a table presence. Uh, it will eat up a good chunk of real estate on your table. Um, but yeah, it'll eat up a good chunk of real estate out of your wallet too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I almost, yeah, I, I thought it came it clocked in at a, at a lower price, but of course, as we know, in the last 12 months, the cost of everything, shipping, manufacturing has just sky high, gone Absolutely. way up higher. So yeah, it's $375 in maple bucks. That's not even shipped. Yeah. It better be free shipping if you order from them. <laughs> uh, yeah, you would hope so. You you would hope so because it, it's pretty hefty too because these are all cast uh, cast resin pieces. I was gonna um, ask, not, they're not hollow yeah, pieces, yeah. eh? No, they they are. Uh, at least I haven't That's fully cool. opened it up and looked at it. Uh, everything well, I've read. How's the time, man? Cast resin, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Amanda's you, gonna you buy one anyway. Just open hers. <laughs> Remember, uh, it was. It seems like it's it's so funny because. Like, remember the time when Conan hit the hit retail and they were like, oh, my God, like a hundred dollar game. Like nobody's going to buy a hundred dollar MSRP game. And now, like, a hundred dollars is like nothing. We, we're seeing this, you know, we're seeing games for one hundred seventy five, one hundred eighty, three hundred dollars. Like, like, it seems like now it's like, OK, yep. No, we know that like. Board gaming is like a premium product now. Ben, do you have the Dark Souls games at all? Do you stock that at all? We did not stock the Dark Souls games. Those uh, are when, those are massive. Like yeah. not 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 necessarily massively popular, but massive boxes with like mm. massive amounts of minis in them. Yeah, when Steamforge went uh, and took that to Kickstarter, um, I kind of looked at it and I'm just like, if I back this, I don't I don't have space. Yeah, to, to carry this game because yeah. they are 
huge. Uh, I, I wanted did, to buy the heck out of it because I love Dark Souls, but I was th- I, I saw it on the shelf actually at a game store in Edmonton, and I was like, "This is ridiculous!" Like right. that that like if you put yeah. if you were to put it behind Ben right now, it would cover from the Warlock tiles all the way over to Tales from the Loop and all the way up to the top of those shelves and down again, just for the core stuff. Right. That's ridiculous. Like it's ridiculous how large the boxes are. That would only be yeah. like one box each. Yeah, we uh, we like this special ordered. Yeah, we special ordered some for a customer that was looking for some pieces that they didn't pick up uh, with the Kickstarter. And when we did get them in, I'm just like, oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. We have we've definitely jumbo sized a lot of things, and I think Kickstarter has a lot to do with that. Uh, Hmm. Being able to have quote unquote stretch goals, even if they're fully planned from the start worked into your budget you know yeah. you you know you're selling a 300 dollars board game you're just telling people it's a hundred dollars plus uh, yeah. plus, <laughs> plus extra stuff so almost uh, no one's taking over the hundred dollar version <laughs> L- lumi dark says uh, give me those tiny games under 20 bucks way easier and more fun but they yeah. don't look as spectacular on the table <laughs> yeah. I, now th- there's definitely point uh points in favor of each and yeah, yeah. That's, i mean that's why i stocked you know price points from from you know five bucks up to 300 now this is this is yeah, the most expensive board game we've had in the store that's so, crazy. period so here's here's a smaller one <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely Nowhere near as impressive on the table, though. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know when you when you it, throw. What is very, it is very cool when you drop those co- when you drop those squares. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, cool. What else you got for us this this week, Ben? So we touched on it a little bit last week uh, with our guest, and and Doug will probably talk a little bit more about it uh, as we get into DragonCon. But we have the Colonial Marines Operations Manual. This is uh, the uh, new supplement book from Free League for the Alien roleplay game. Uh, hit hit the uh, hit the store last week. Uh, I didn't want to, you know, take away from Andrew doing a new at the store, which we talk about, you know, things that were showing up. But I did want to highlight it, let people know it is out now. And uh, I know there was a little bit of delay uh, getting this out and released, but it is in your stores now. Talk to your local stores if you're interested in it. We don't need to go into too much detail because we did talk with Andrew a lot last week, but it's there. Go get it. It's great. Uh, so, yeah, we sold a, quite a few copies of this uh, at DragonCon because, uh, you know, we I, I vended for or I, I did the, uh, the 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 sales table. It was actually just a table just for Andrew's products uh, in the Alien line. And we sold a lot of copies of, of, uh, of this Colonial Marines Operations Manual. Uh, the cool thing about this is that each release, like, in, in talking with Andrew, it's always it's always fun to talk to Andrew because because he like in his mind he has like a a, a plan for all of these releases and this book takes place right after Destroyer of Worlds, which is a, the cinematic like Destroyer of Worlds is like the opening shot for the campaign that's in this book and he has plans for the next cinematic scenario that kind of leads out after the campaign so it's. It's really awesome to to hear him talk about how he plans all of these like expansions and books, source books and cinematic scenarios. And this is actually, I'll tell folks that if you have the core rule book, the Colonial Marines Operations Manual is probably my suggestions for suggestion for a must buy. Yeah, um, just it adds so much more to the game. 
Um, it's I t it's about fifty percent source book and fifty percent uh, campaign book. So if you're interested in playing the game in a campaign instead of instead of the, the cinematic modes like we've been putting out, the free league's been putting out. Um, it's definitely it's definitely the, the next book to buy. Um, it's a big book too. It's it's beefy. <laughs> it's, um, it was yeah. supposed to be two hundred pages. I, I think Drew <laughs> turned in three hundred and fifty at one point, and they told me three fifty two. Is it three fifty two? Three fifty two. And and yeah, it's uh, the the campaign stuff starts on page two twenty four. Yeah. So, so like. So yeah, that's... there's a big chunk of campaign, but there's also a huge chunk of content the game as well so they don't waste any time with rules either like you need to yeah. they, they they come right out and say you need the core rules they assume that you have the core rules so they don't right. waste any time beating you over the head with hey here's how to play the game it's right. just straight into content yeah like this is all just gear just stat blocks for gear yeah and their ships and everything in here and it's 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 it's, it's an amazing book it yeah. really is even just as a coffee table book, it's gorgeous. The, the, yeah, and that's that's one thing that, that Andrew, because I got to spend a lot of time with Andrew these last couple of days, believe it or not. It, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that too here in a minute, because it takes a, a special person to spend you know four days straight with me. I'm going to tell you right now, Ben is Ben is one of those people, and even then, I think you know by day four, it's like I'm glad this con is over. Um, but uh, it's yeah. nice. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, but. Uh, Drew really likes to make these books like if you're a fan of Alien the franchise, like whether or not you're gonna play the game, he just likes to have them as source books. Like if you're gonna you're gonna enjoy reading about like all the details, all the things, like because and and I as a fan of like the the old Star Wars RPG back in Western Games, where where like they were making up stuff on the fly, like to 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 support like this. And in, in, in renaming things, you know, that, that hadn't been named and establishing all these things that hadn't been established. Like, that's pretty cool. Like to have that for almost, you know, almost have that for the Alien franchise. I think that's pretty, pretty neat. Um, yeah, so it, it's really, really awesome. The other thing I'm, I'm going to mention is that the campaign that's in the Colonial Marines Operation Manual, if you're playing the uh, Fireteam game that just came out, the events that happen in the Fireteam game are uh, are uh, because of the the storyline that's in the campaign in the Colonial Marines Operations Manual. So that's Drew's cool. Drew, because so, Drew Drew consulted on the Fireteam game. Cool. It's all connected. So so what he's what he's doing is he's working with all these different licensees and he's making them all link up. <laughs> It's pretty freaking cross platform it's support. Pretty <laughs> like think about that. Like like you're gonna have something in a video game that's gonna reference what you did in the RPG. That is that's, cool. that's pretty cool when you're playing, right? I remember playing the old Colonial Marines game that came out, and they kept there was all these little nods to the original Aliens movie, like um, things that people had said or um, you know comments that people had made kept getting brought up. And that was, it's cool when you get stuff like that in another product, like, cause it's, it's like a little naughty, like, Hey, thanks for being a fan. Right. Right. Anyway, so that, that's, it, we sold, it was really well received. We're, we're really excited that uh, folks are, are excited about this cloning Marines. It did take a little bit of a delay because, you know, 
Andrew wrote, wrote a lot of this, wrote a lot for this <laughs> book. We had to throw it down. It's got, and then it had to go to through the house of mouse. And finally it's out. And we're gl glad that people are enjoying it. That's gotta be tough. What's, what's that? When you write something that expansive with that much passion, and then they turn it back to you and say, Hey, Hey, this is really cool and all, but it's way too big. You need, we need you to basically, you know, go through it, give it a, give it a pairing down, you know, cut things out, drop things. We'll then maybe pick it up in a later book kind of thing. But you, you need to take your love child and chop off a third of it. <laughs> and then give it back to us. The, the, the one upside to that is at least we know that there's other, other source books and other, other material coming yeah. out. So you can always, you know, kind of, okay, well, we're not going to put this yeah. in we're gonna, when this book, we'll put it in the next book or whatnot. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It's super, super cool. So, uh yeah that's that's all you got for us this this week that's, at the store, uh, that's our note at the store and yeah figured we'd uh touch base on that and we'll you know get some more stuff out there next week awesome awesome before we uh, get into our future content i'll just remind folks one more time and say thank you so much if you're if you're watching us on youtube and you've joined us so far and you're, you're continuing to watch us you are why the reason you are the reason why we do this every week we appreciate it make sure to hit that subscribe and follow and all that jazz, and then that way you can join us every every Monday night and whenever we go live, because we do all sorts of uh, actual plays and uh, all sorts of content here on Victory Condition Gaming. So, without further ado, let's get to our featured content, talking about DragonCon. And now, our feature presentation. Still haven't gotten a cease and desist yet on that. So good, so good. Keep trying, Doug. Keep trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what? What Doug's actually asking you all to do is click that report button uh, that's right next to the like and subscribe button. Make sure YouTube knows. Please don't. Please don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Did you oh. see that Spine Ticks actually got dinged the other day? They okay. had some sort of copyrighted material in one of their one of his videos. Oh no. He actually got dinged and they had to take down part of it. It's not available in North America, I guess. Aww. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so I'm excited. Let's let's talk about DragonCon. DragonCon, I got here Thursday. Um it's different, man. Holy smoke. I don't know like I've been away since for like how how many months has it been, Ben? It's like what eighteen months? I don't know. I've I've forgotten half of you know the past eighteen months. So we did, time, we did time is a square. Gamma and because we were at Gamma right when COVID was yeah, like kind of becoming a thing and yeah, February almost, it was February twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, so it's been almost twenty months actually. Wow, <laughs> it's like, crazy! It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, I got on a plane for the first time in like twenty months. That's kind of ridiculous. A little weird to start with, yeah. That's kind of uncomfortable, but it is what it is. Everybody was super nice. Flew flew to Chicago, which I didn't realize that Chicago's like a different time zone. <laughs> so like, I'm like, holy smoke! I got a huge like I've got a huge like layover here. No, I don't. I just fly into that time zone, then fly back into to Atlanta. Oh man, I hate that when I fly. Actually, I, I made that mistake too. Actually, I I popped through a time zone and I looked at the thing and I was like, "Oh, according to my watch, I have two hours." And then I look up and I'm like, "Wait, 
I have to be across this entire terminal in Philadelphia in 45 minutes and I don't yeah. know where I'm going. Run, 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 run. <laughs> and then I get there and I realize that I've estimated the wrong way for the time zone. So I actually did have an extra hour. So I'm sitting there out of breath, exhausted in a sweaty mess. And this woman is like, wow, you're early. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like when I was, when I, when I flew to the Philippines, I actually arrived the day before I left. <laughs> and when I flew back, the 12 hour plane ride took uh, like a day and a half. So yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Like it just, it just messes you up. Luckily, luckily it didn't mess me up too much because it, you know, I just went from one time zone and Back stayed there. there for like two hours and then it then flew over. So, but it just took me a minute. Cause I'm like, wait a minute, my, my time's off, but yeah, it, it was kind of a neat thing. So we get here, meet up with, with Andrew. Uh, I take an Uber to uh, to the hotel and get all locked in and, and everything. Um, yeah, and and I meet up with Andrew. Andrew's been a guest here for years, uh, but I guess from what he says, and uh, and we go to check in, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm here to get my guest pass." And he, this is Doug. He's he's working with me, and and uh, we'll need to get his pass too. So they hand him they hand him his pass, and they hand him my pass. And I don't know if you can see this right here, but it says Douglas Shute, guest of Andrew E. C. Gaska. <laughs> All right. So I'm like, what the heck, man? Guest of Andrew E. C. Gaska. So anyway, it was we Drew got a like a good chuckle out of it. So we go to set up the, the table that he's going to be at because he was going to do a whole bunch of – he did a whole bunch of panels this week, uh, this, this event. And uh, we go to set up the, 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 the table, and we're taking pictures for social media because we have to send them over to Free League. And Drew sends me over this picture. I'm going to send you a picture. Let's, I'm going to show everybody. So Drew sends me over this picture right here. It's me standing behind the Free League, behind his uh, Andrew Gaska writer, author table with all the Free League stuff. And I'm like, hand in there. So he sends it over to me. I send him back this. <laughs> Andrew Gaska, guest of Douglas Shute. Well done. Well played. Yeah. He thought that was pretty fun. So. It was good. It was good. Uh, Drew uh, did a whole bunch of panels. S Friday was it was uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then today, which is Monday. Uh, fr Friday was was kind of slow. It's kind of it took me a while to kind of get back into that whole con. Like I, I was doing so many cons and so many different events, you know, yeah, leading really up to the, this COVID thing that like to stop that like repetition. It took me a couple hours to, to kind of get back into the swing of things, you know, kind of like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what, what I'm supposed to be saying. And, and yeah, it was yeah. it was odd. It was odd. Barney and Ben, you guys have been away from the con scene, too. Are, are you guys like, I mean, I didn't realize how rusty, I, how con rusty I was. So what what are, what are some of the things that are different that you noticed that you think that's going to be in place for for okay so there's a couple things that that that, that, that definitely that, that was definitely different of course the aisles were i guess were spaced out more which of course i don't have a whole lot to to reference because i've never been to dragon con before but you could definitely tell that there was more spacing between the tables the it looked weird is, actually when you showed us that picture of the guys across from you i was like you, you playing catch 
like you yeah, yeah, thirty, were, forty a, feet away from those guys. There's a good, there's, there's a good, like they, they made the yeah. aisles really wide, which is, which was good because like you could, you could definitely stand six feet away from anybody if you wanted to. Hmm. Uh, so, so that was a different. You're going to see a lot of folks. I mean, there's a lot of folks that that canceled for guests, and I think you're going to see that a lot with conventions right now. And and we should talk a little bit about this because this is important. Guests are going to cancel last minute based on what's everything that's going on. Yes, it's disappointing. Yes, it stinks. But if you're going to a convention, I know it's exciting to see guests and see these see celebrities. But like, you can't take it out on these conventions as as far as like boycotting them and and everything. And I I understand being disappointed, but like these folks do these events mo- to make money. I mean, let's put it let's put it bluntly. They they do it to make money, but I'll, most of them do it to foster a community. And that's one thing that I really appreciate here at DragonCon is that you can tell that there's a sense of community here. And I, the only reason why I bring this up is because a there was there's a list of of guests that were canceled that, that that backed out of being here at DragonCon, and there was and not only was DragonCon going on this weekend, but Fan Expo in Boston was was going on. And Ben, you you said that the 401st was was there at, at the you know uh, some of them were were at Fan Expo, and some of them I mean and and, some, and a lot of the guests backed out of Fan Expo, and now I guess some of the the attendees are like, well, we should boycott Fan Expo because their guests canceled and we've already paid, you know, we paid for our passes and, you know, it, it that's going to happen right now. You know, we, we have to roll the punches. Hopefully that some of these conventions will, will, will have something in place to like roll over your roll over, you know, maybe your passes for the next, next season. But you know what? Go to these you, conventions to connect with people. You, you roll the dice. You take your chances. I mean, yeah, you're not your your price of ticket does not guarantee that everything on the marquee is going to be available to you specifically. Mm. <laughs> it, it all it also gives I think also for like convention planners like a, a an opportunity to as you say it's like looking at um I compare it to the fact that when Netflix was starting to lose licenses from different movies and they had to make their own. It's almost to that same that similar point where, uh, if you have a, a variety of opportunities and and reasons for someone to go, then you're not relying solely on guests to right. bring everybody in. I mean, and I guess my thing would be a con is only as good as what you make it. Mm. Like. If you're only going to, to see celebrities, I mean that's okay, that's fine. Some people do that, but like you're missing out on the total convention experience, and that's and and I look at seeing like these these folks that maybe I don't get to, like. I love connecting with artists. Like we had artists. I'm gonna tell you right now. I had this artist that was right next to me at this convention today or DragonCon, and that man like hustles his butt off. Is it's his. The artist name—I I don't know if he's going to care if I say his name—but T.J. Sterling, like he kickstarted a couple com- a couple comics during COVID, and that guy and his brother hustled like they would literally like actively try to bring people to their table. Like 
they like acknowledge people. I love that about like comic creators that that actually care about like being there and like fostering a community around what they're doing. And man, I just sat there and a they had a great product. They had a great they had some really great comics, and I which I picked it up and I'll have to read them and 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 but you could just tell they were hungry. They wanted it. And that's what I love about conventions and, and connecting with those people that just want to do what they love. And they want to talk about what they love. And fans and getting together with other fans and geeking out about stuff, like that's what the convention scene should be about. Not going to meet your celebrity you know, fan, you know, you're the, the person that you're and and you shouldn't and you shouldn't call out because you shouldn't call out the convention owners and the convention themselves if some sort of talent backs out because that's their right. They if they don't feel like they can be safe there, then yeah. And 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 one oh. of the other things was so, some of it is travel, some of it's travel restricted, like we we and it was just announced that Julian Glover can't attend Granite Con this year because of the travel restrictions. Because I think he's from the where is he from? The UK, Ben? England, yeah. So yeah. he he can't come over this year, which is a bummer. Because Ben, you were really excited to see him. I wanted to get my little shiny piece of cardboard signed. Now <laughs> I now I gotta wait wait a year. The thing for uh, celebrities too, though, is they're it's a different situation than a vendor at a, at a booth. Like you're not literally standing there nose to nose with these people for five minutes, shaking their hands, signing their memorabilia, you know, hugging, taking photos, doing whatever. That's what these people are expected to do. Like they're not just, you know, standing 30 feet from everyone saying, Hey, how are you? Nice to see you. Glad for, thanks for coming out. Got a question. Sure. Move along now. They're like face to face, shaking hands and stuff. So they're going to be, exposed to every single person that wants to come and see them. Right. That's a big risk to take when there's, when numbers are rising again. And, and you're, you're seeing, you're seeing a lot of these conventions, like a lot, a lot of these conventions you pay for, you pay a premium to have your picture taken with, with a celebrity guest. And you're seeing a lot of these photos with like a plexiglass divider between you and like, yeah. and like yeah. some, some people are having fun with it and that's fine. But like, don't be disappointed when that that happens. They've got to protect themselves. Yeah, You've got to protect yourself. Like that's just that's that's what it is. Do you um, imagine if you much, had a sh- sorry? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say as much as like a lot of people's day to day lives has you know kind of shifted back to normal right now in a lot of places. Cons are not because there's so many people there. You can't go back to normal. Um, so yeah, it's just. Uh, it, it's it's going to take longer for these large events to get back to what they were before. We can go into a supermarket now without a mask in a lot of places, although mask mandates are starting to come back in a, in a fair amount of the, the country. But um, here, here in Vermont, you know, you can still go into a, a supermarket without a mask now. Like, yeah. you, can't, you can't do that when literally thousands of people from all over are gathering. That's, you yeah. know, it's, it's going to take that's, a long that's, time. Yeah. Long time for these to get back. That's the issue. Yeah. You've got people from all over the country who are going to come in, hang out in one big room or a couple of big rooms, breathing the same air, doing the same things, touching the same stuff. And then they're all going to scatter back across the country. So you don't know what people yep. are bringing or taking with them. <laughs> right. 
And I will say the Dragon Con, uh, there was a mask mandate in place, and there was you had to show proof of vaccination, um, which was fine because because I'm I, I was fine to comply with both, and I've been vaccinated. Um, one thing I did realize though this morning, I got called out for not wearing my mask because I, I walked into the convention. I, I get I get into the convention really early. I try to be like one of the first people to come into the convention hall, and. I had I had my cup of coffee and of course I'm drinking it as I'm walking to the convention and I go through the front door and like I get onto the escalator and of course I was drinking my coffee so I didn't have my mask on and like I got called out for it right away and he's like hey, hey you need to put your mask on why are you aren't you wearing a mask and I'm like oh, I'm sorry I have my coffee and like and so he was like on the upper level as I was going up the escalator and as I was as I walked by I'm like hey I appreciate you doing that like I I didn't mean to you know I was drinking my coffee it's first thing in the morning and he's like no 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 that's fine and he's like but you know, some people are get, giving us kind of a hard time. And I'm like, yeah, I apologize for that. And, you know, it is what it is. If, if you're going to go to a con and there's a mask mandate in place, please abide by it. Please, you know, don't give these people, these these security people, these uh, folks that are that are, you know, watching for trouble and, and you know, just kind of keeping making sure everybody is safe. Don't please don't give them a hard time. Like they're they're just, just doing, doing their, job. their jobs. They're doing, yeah. doing what they're supposed to do. They um, don't probably want to be doing this. They just have to be doing it. Yeah, I, it is. Um, you know, it's not comfortable. Like I'll tell you right now, my face feels like it's really gross after four days of having a mask on. But you know what? You, you could um, shower. It, it would. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <to shower. laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not a nostalgia thing to not. Show oh, 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 oh! I thought I was supposed to like, have that gamer. Uh, the, the gamer. You know, I, I need to be authentic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, just remember the three, two, one rule for cons: three hours of sleep, two meals a day, one shower. That's that's <laughs> okay. That that sounds like my regular. That sounds like my that's, regular. I was gonna life. say that's Doug's regular routine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a con routine. He's living the con life at home. <laughs> But yeah, you know, it just it it, it kind of feels. I'm actually kind of looking forward to getting home so I don't have to wear a mask all day. Um, but yeah, that's it, me. As soon as I get out of work, I'm just like, yeah, it's, put it's, that thing in the rough. damn trash. Um, but I've got Gen Con to go to in a couple weeks, and we'll probably do a live show from from Gen Con and one from Origins. So uh, be on the lookout later this week or later this this month for both of those shows. I'll, I'll give you updates on on those. Uh, hopefully, I'll bring my. Uh, maybe I'll bring a better microphone and, and a better video uh, camera. You've got all this fancy camera. equipment that you're not taking with you, yeah, man. What's going see, on? I had I had so much like getting through TSA was not fun because I had Don't those guys grade things. What's that? <laughs> those are the guys that grade things. <laughs> no, that's TSA. PSA. Oh, oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So I was gonna come back in a cardboard or a plastic sleeve, like the nine point two on them. Slab him. I'm trying to think of what else. What else? It was so. Here's here's the other cool, the, the other thing that was kind of odd. So Saturday, when all the cons that I usually do, Saturday is usually the busiest day, because that's the first day of the weekend. Like everyone's that's, off. Yeah, everybody's off. Saturday wasn't the busiest day here at Dragon Con. It was busier than Friday, but it wasn't like anything outstandingly like busier from from Friday, and. We had found out that they like they capped attendance for Dragon Con and they didn't sell any individual Saturday passes. So all the Saturday attendees were four-day pass holders, which I thought was odd 
that they did that. But then I realized, then, but then it all came to a light on Sunday because Sunday they sold individual passes and in the afternoon they had to keep people outside waiting to come into the convention because they had hit capacity because of COVID protocols and the, they, they would only let certain people in as, as people left. What was the cost of a four-day pass? I have no idea. That's not, I'm wondering, like, it's it's weird that people were so keen to buy a single-day pass and not a four-day pass. There must have been a pretty significant difference. It probably was. Um, so, yeah, so it was, I, I guess there was, because Andrew had a, a panel, I think, at, like, three on Sunday, and he showed up and nobody was there. And he's like, and the, all the panel members oh. were like, why, is not, why isn't anybody here? And they're like, we don't know. There's nobody come to find out. Like the majority of the people that wanted to go to the panel were in another building and they had come over just to go to that panel and they were all stuck outside and they couldn't come in. Oh no. Crappy. So they canceled, they had to cancel the panel because after like 20, 30 minutes, like nobody was there. So they're like, can't talk to nobody. (laughs) All all the people that were, that were scheduled to be at that panel were like, I'd rather be at my table right now, making sales and making money. Yeah, we're gonna go back, so they canceled it, and we heard we heard a little bit about that afterwards. But uh, yeah, it's it was definitely interesting, and and of course, you know, if people aren't coming into the door, coming in the doors, you're not making sales because they're not walking around the con. Um, so yeah, it was kind of uh, it was a little tricky on on Saturday and Sunday because of the, because of that, which I thought was kind of interesting. Also, can we talk about how? Th- DragonCon is like a whole bunch of hotels connected together. Do, did you guys? I I didn't realize this, but they're all like they've that. got like this sky skyway that like connects each of the hotels. Let me let me show you. There's one hotel that they dressed up like the um uh like the 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 mall in Stranger Things. Let me let me show you the clip that I that I recorded of of that. That was pretty cool. Um, here let me let me show you. So you like walk into the, the lobby, the store signs and everything. Yeah, you walked into the lobby and you could see all like the different eighties, <laughs> like uh, stores, uh, the mall stores, and then it, called, it said Starcourt Mall, and it was I pretty. I hate the fact that I, I I recognize most of those kinds of things. Right, that, right. Those I'm old enough for that. Um, and then the other cool thing is that like one of the hotels is the sh- the location where they shot Loki, like the TVA shots in, in, in Loki. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. It's really kind of neat. Uh, let me see. Drew took a couple pictures of this and I I'll, I'll share them with you. So yeah, look at this. Like, yeah, it's got those, that, that big hotel with like the, the elevator and like the different floor levels that it was really like just walking into it. Like I wanted to bring my 3D, my 360 camera and get some footage in there and uh, get some shots. And that was really, really neat. You're you, when you walked into it, you looked up and you felt like you were in the TVA and it was really, really cool. So uh, I only got to go through that hotel once because I was busy the whole time. But when I, when I did, it was, it was pretty neat. <sighs> I'm excited. Like we, I, I, I I'm, looking forward to like i like i said i've never been to gen con 
Never been to to Gen, uh, never been to DragonCon, never been to GenCon, never been to Origins. So I'm excited for these. I'm glad that we're coming back. And yes, I know it's gonna it's different, but it was nice. It was nice to connect with people again. Like my voice is kind of hoarse because I was talking <laughs> so much this weekend. Like that's nice. That's nice to have. Nice to feel that again. <laughs> as weird as it sounds. Yeah. Uh, Vanda Beast has uh, never been to Gen Con. I've never been to Gen Con. I've never, well, see, here's the thing. Like you, it used to be that my nine to five job wouldn't allow it because I'd have to, I'd have to work during the busy, because that was the busy time of the like, the year. So I could never take that week off. Um, but now since it's, it's, it's this time. And now that, you know, I'm, I'm doing the, the whole content creating and, and everything full time, like, now I can do Gen Con and I can go and, and connect with more people, which is awesome. I love it. And if you're going to be at Gen Con and you're listening to this or you're watching this, please come and say hi because I, I love connecting with, with folks and, and I really greatly appreciate all the people that uh, that, that take in our, our, our content and, you know, be a part of our VCG community. It's it's just it's awesome to to be a part of it i can't we we wouldn't be able to do this without, without all of you so we, we greatly greatly appreciate that and maybe i'll have some swag i did bring some swag to giant and dragon con but nobody uh, and oh here's the other thing everybody's wearing masks and everybody's doing different cosplays so mm -hmm. like i had people that would come up to the table multiple days and i wouldn't recognize them from the day before <laughs> and because it, usually I can I can usually I can identify somebody's facial features, but like when you're in a different when you got like a different wig on different face make and then your your face is covered like this, like good luck. <laughs> I can't I can't yeah. recognize people. It's hard. Even some of my coworkers when they come in the front door of the hospital, if I'm stu if I'm covering screening at the time, they walk in the door and I'm like kind of look like someone I might know. But of course, until I give them a mask, they're not wearing one. I give them the mask and they put their mask on and I'm like, oh, hey, hi. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've, some of them are so new. Like. We have so yeah. many new hires that I don't know them without a mask on. Like even when I take my mask off, because of course I wear a mask like this all the time. I take my mask off to have some water or something for half a second. And they're like, oh my God, you have facial hair. <laughs> That's another point that I want to talk about. Let's, let's talk about, like you said something about uh, new hires and uh, that that put something in my brain to the, another point that I wanted to, to discuss. Aaron says, what? Doug at Gen Con? Hopefully I'll see you there. Yeah, or uh, Aaron, I hope we do connect uh, there at uh, Gen Con. Please come come see me and say hi. Uh, I'll have some uh, VCG dice for you. How about that? Give, come, come say hi. Um, Okay, so the other thing is because guests are canceling and because some attendees can't or don't want to attend these conventions, that also applies to volunteers. Mm -hmm. Volunteers are in short supply for some of these conventions. Yeah. So please be kind to them because a lot of them are being, in, are being put in charge of a lot more than they have been in previous years. So if something doesn't immediately go right, try to be a little more understand, try to be understanding about that because they're probably having a whole lot of stuff heaped onto them. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm interested to see what Gen Con is like um, 
in this regard because I know here at DragonCon there was a lady that that usually only does like a quarter of that only attends to a quarter of the floor and she was in part in charge of the whole floor. <laughs> and she was just like, it's tough. She's like, I'm running all over because this person wants something, this one person wants something, you know, another person across yeah. the room wants something. And she's like, usually I just have this, you know, and I can take take care of a couple different rows of, of folks, but now I'm all over the place. And and so please, please be patient with with folks uh, that, that are, are volunteering the time because a lot of them, they just, they volunteer and they're not getting paid. Yeah. And, and so a and lot of people don't realize that when they see somebody wearing like an official badge or, you know, a vest or whatever the heck they think, oh, hey, this person is paid to be here. So I, they owe me something or, you know, I, you know, they're going to do something for me. But yeah, they're just, they're volunteering because A, they love the con. They might, or they, even if it's just a completely like selfish motive of, hey, I get a free pass. Yeah. That, they're still, they're still offering up a chunk of their day, however long they have their, have to man their post to help you for no other reason than to help you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. And, and, you know, it, I mean, you should be kind to them in general, like, like just, just whether or not there's, yeah. you know, but especially now it's just, and it's just like that in the service, just in the service industry with like restaurants, fast food, like, grocery stores hospitals like just be kind to people like because everybody is overworked right now and it's 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 hard it's hard no one's uh, happy with the way things are just trust me there's nobody going yeah. nobody's nobody's going off like, like i work in a hospital i don't go home every day saying oh man that was so cool today i hope you can't i can't wait to do it again tomorrow right. i would love to not have to wear an n95 and my goggles and gloves and a plastic freaking shower gown basically to go into every damn room because I sweat my, <laughs> I sweat like crazy in those stupid things, and I hate it. <laughs> uh, Aaron wants to know what booth. I'm, I'm at the the uh, the freely booth uh, the whole time, so let me. I'll, I'll have to look it up, Aaron, and, and see what uh, what booth booth number is. I think that they're going to announce it, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Vandebeese is uh, <laughs> is calling me out on uh, bribe dice. Bribe dice. I, hey, you know what? Yeah, I, I have a VCG dice that are really nice, I think. And, a lot and, of people will do a lot of things for dice. And and I'm glad to give them <laughs> to folks, uh, you know, as as uh, case, case in appreciation. point. There you go, right there. Jason's got some. Kayunas uh, says, uh, live near Origins, but still kind of worried, but kind of worried about Rona still. Yeah, I mean... I am worried as well. I were there any restrictions on who can touch what? I mean, that sounds weird. Sorry. Um, like somebody comes up to your table. Yeah, there, there was definitely restrictions on who can touch what. Jason, cosplay is not consent. That's that's not where I was going with that. I mean, like somebody walks up to your table and is like, "Hey, I want to look at your book." Yeah, that's fine. We had. Were you, we, yeah, we we had we had uh, you know books on display and, and okay. Everything. And, I was and, just and, wondering because a lot of cons is like, hey, can I have a look at that, that or this or that or like they're they're touching things and they're moving along. Like a lot of people are going to be like, <laughs> yeah, it I, was it was fine. The 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 we did have like a starter set on on like just out and open and so then that way because we found that, that that's pretty easy to 
show folks like how the the base mechanic works i mean mm-hmm. ben you and i kind of know like yeah. with, with forbidden lands that's kind of what we did we we opened the box up and just have one on display to show everybody what's inside um because it, it definitely like when you have a box just sitting there like nobody knows what's inside that box the box is just art right so a it's yeah. good to show the value of it b it's great to explain the mechanics of the year zero engine um so we did have a a, a starter set that was open most of the time it was just me touching the and rolling the dice and, and explaining things um and then we had a couple bu- books that we did we were like hey if you want to take a look at this you know take thumb through it people were you could tell that people were a little more hesitant about that but mm-hmm. not like they're good they, they, they weren't too bad i did have a lot of hand sanitizer that, uh, that i had at the table so i sanitized my hands quite a bit uh, always wore my mask when i wasn't when, when i wasn't eating or drinking um and I, I always try to have like a table like a width away from me not that that's like all that much but you know like, or nothing. like, like i tell people that attend the the events that we're running at the store do what you personally are comfortable with. If that is pick things up and touch them, cool. If that is don't touch anything at all, that's also cool. Like the, the, the personal, this is a really good time to talk about like personal limits and space and everything and standing up for that. You know, if you're not comfortable with something, say so. If you, if someone goes to hand you a book like, hey, take a look at this, and you're like, no, I'm good, I guarantee you anyone that's working a booth is going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, no worries, and they'll flip through the pages to show you. So do what you're comfortable with and 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 and, 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 and what you're you're willing to, to risk. I mean, it definitely there's risk assessment out there right now. It's, uh, definitely oh, yeah. definitely and 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 it was really nice because you know some folks even asked like do you mind if i pick this up and look through it I'm like no mm-hmm. not at all go ahead take a look through it if you're okay with picking it up and looking through it then i'm okay with picking up uh, having you pick it up and look through it um yeah it, i mean i i it is one of those things that that i'm worried that hey you know if i if i i've been around quite a few people but you know, most all of them had to show that they were vaccinated and they all wore masks while we were there. I will say, wear your mask properly, though. I saw a few folks not wearing the mask properly, and that, that kind of annoyed me. And I'm just yeah. like, you know, mask but, education but, is a never, never ending, unwinnable battle. <laughs> it is what it is, you know, and, and it was, it was as much as much as I'm, I was. As much as I was like, what's the word I'm looking for? Cautious about what, you know, you know, Corona. I think coming out and being out with people that benefited me more. Like, because I'm going to tell folks, like, I, I have mental health issues. Like, in these last 20 months of being home, the majority of the time and not seeing like people and not talking with people like i get to see these guys on on this this podcast every week you know via video and i thank goodness for it because i'll tell you what most weeks it's it's the highlight of my week and my wife will tell you there's certain days where like i am not okay like i am and and that's because i 
most of the time stay home. And one thing I've, I've realized about myself is that like, I try to go outside and go for a walk at least a couple miles every day when it's nice outside, because if I don't, and I'm just inside that affects my mood and you do that over and over and over again. And that's not good either. Like, so I think that being here and being around people that are excited about certain things that I'm excited about and getting to introduce people, because there's so many people that still don't know that there's an alien RPG. There's so many people that don't know about freely publishing. And it's awesome, awesome to introduce those folks. Like, I love introducing folks to RPGs in general and to talk to people and ask them, hey, do you play tabletop RPGs? And, and, you get those folks that go, no, but I'm thinking about it. Or you get those people that go, yes, but I only play D&D. Or you get those people that go, yes, I play D&D. I play Forge in the Dark. I play Shadowrun. And like that, you connect with those people all the time. Like it, and it's just, it, it is awesome. I love it. I love it. And that brings me joy. And to have that instead of being at home for 20 months, like, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about Corona, but I think getting out and seeing people is going to be better for me mentally. I mean, yeah, I'm really burnt out right now. I'm tired. I'm going to, as soon as we're done this, this podcast, usually I'm up till like one or two in the morning anyway. <laughs> I'm more than likely going to sign off and I'm going to go to bed because I actually sleep for four hours. I I don't believe you. (laughs) We'll just be watching all of Doug's socials now for the rest of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, and then we got, we have an actual play on Wednesday too. That's the thing. Like, yeah, you do. I, my wife says, are you psychotic? <laughs> that's what she wrote. That's what she told me today. Cause I was like, you got an actual play on Wednesday. I'm like, yeah, we're going to do actual play. And she's like, okay, like whatever. But like, I'm just like, it almost, I feel re-energized by being here. And yeah, this anytime, is- anytime you can get some sense of normalcy back after something like this is going right. to be huge for your, for just your, your, general mental well-being it feels good like to finally be with people i've missed people i love don't get me wrong i love connecting with people online i love connecting with people like in our discord i love connecting with people just if you leave us comments and, and whatnot but man there's nothing better than to meet people face to face and talk about stuff that you love like i i just yeah and so i guess that's that's how i look at it and and maybe that's the wrong way to look at it maybe i should be more scared about corona and uh, well you've jumped through all the correct hoops i mean you've got your vaccines you're wearing your mask you're doing all the social distancing you're using your hand sanitizer what else you're following all the rules so why not live your life at this point if i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it but hopefully before that i've gotten to talk to more people about rpgs and board games and stuff that i'm excited about i don't know how many people are going home with con crud from dragon con terrified i don't know i'm gonna tell you what i usually get con con i know the last time we did pax east ben i went home and i had con crud for like four days so i don't feel like that today i just feel tired because because i'll tell you what i was the only one there at, at drew's table and i didn't get to but really it was your table 
but yeah, it was, it, you know, Drew was there, you know, part of the time as well. Drew Gaskett, like, guest of Doug Shoot. Yeah, Drew Gaskett, guest of Doug Shoot. Um, but, like, I didn't get a chance to, like, go get something to eat usually and, like, go to the bathroom or anything. So I was, like, at that table for nine-plus hours every day. And, yeah, it's a long day. And then I would come back to the hotel room, create content, you know, fill out my the sales reports, send, send those over to Free League. And it was a long, and I'm not complaining about it. I love it. I love doing it. Well, I mean, you were just getting into it when everything shut down. Right. It was your, you'd, you'd been doing it for like, what, a few months when everything all of a sudden went down the crapper? Yeah. So this is, this is your first real chance to get back at it, which is like, you know, just like somebody being pulled off a furlough and going back to work for a job they love. <laughs> so Kanu says, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would be my first origin, so perhaps I'll just mask up and get after it. Thanks for the long answer. Yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> that I'm ranting about that. But, like, I just wanted to give you, like, my point of view because, like, I, I know I'm a little bit different than what most folks are. Like, I, I hope that a lot of folks don't deal with the, the, the issues that I have. Um, different. Yeah, I, I am, and that's fine. But, like, I know for me personally, like, I'm not looking forward to winter because I know I'm going to be stuck inside. Like, and that kind of bums me out. And those are going to be tough. There, there are some days where like, I don't even want to get up out of bed. Like there's certain days where like I get like so down that like just doing anything is tough. Like, I, yeah. Anyway, let's just, that's that's a totally other story. We don't need to we don't need to even get into that. Aaron says, I hundred hundred percent believe that humans are social creatures. We need in-person social interaction. 18 months of not having it has been extremely detrimental to a lot of people. It really has. It really, really has. Uh, Doug Engler says, uh, were there a lot of cosplayers at Dragon Con? Also, how did they handle the masks that you saw? There there were a lot of cosplayers. I would say there is probably the most cosplayers I've ever seen at a convention at, at Dragon Con uh, because it is nonstop, uh, a nonstop party convention, uh, even after hours. Um, but yeah, they all had masks. Some of them actually worked the masks into their costumes, so that was really good. Um, there were there were some folks that had like space helmets, and they had like full on like and you, you could see that they were like piping air into their space helmet and that was pretty neat so like people were trying to get you know creative with their with their cosplays which was which was nice uh yeah that's what amanda says yeah i've seen a lot of pics from cos uh, dragon con cosplayers most of them integrated the mask and, and i'm going to tell you right now if you're a cosplayer you should probably integrate some sort of mask into your co costume because you know uh, i mean not that you have to but just know that, like, that's probably going to be the norm. <laughs> is is Doug going to his first origins? Will we finally be getting Doug's origin story? Yeah, you will. You will at the end of or the beginning of October. We'll probably I'll probably do uh, uh, an origins uh, episode here in, in a few weeks. Oh, <laughs> Jason, Winter Shoot Con twenty twenty one. No. <laughs> Yes. Doug's living room, so <laughs> he doesn't know it yet, but I and Barney know it. Uh, Brandon says, I coordinate my mask with uh, my clothing, even when I'm not co cosplaying. That's that's what you do. You do. I got these uh, really dedication, nice. Brandon. Yeah, these I got these like 
black mass with the th these are usually really comfy but man these elastic bands after a while may maybe yeah. my ears are too big or something or my head's too fat and uh it really hurts right now at work so i use the ones that have the uh the tie backs so i actually have to go back behind my head and tie it in a bow because those ones like before i replace the mask i can just readjust as needed uh but if you, but if i wear those elastic band things for like the nine hours i'm at work yeah. my ears are on fire when i get home i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to get one of those maybe maybe it'll just like tie it in the back so it's not like hanging on my like actually like you can get the mask extenders too they make yeah them. i think that's probably you, what can, get. you can find those things everywhere these days so i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna that's one thing that i will probably advise folks like if you're gonna go to convention all day make sure your mask is comfortable yeah because it's, it's well not it's comfortable yeah like spend uh, spend the money you're already spending how yes. much money to go to these conventions spend a little bit of money and get get a mask that's going to be good for you and and that you'll Skip be able to it. wear yeah, yeah. nothing will, nothing will like, suck your fun out more than constantly feeling the pain on the sides of your head from your mask not fitting properly it will just make you grumpy and irritable the the, the other thing that I, that I really loved it was like I saw um, there was a couple couple masks that I saw that, that really kind of stood out. One was was a face hugger mask. It was like a, a cloth mask that went over the face, and then it had like a face hugger that came down. And of course, they came over the booth, and, and uh, we got, I got to kind of compliment them on their mask. And then there was a group of ladies. There was four of them, and they had like green sweatshirts on with turtle shell backpacks. And they all had Ninja Turtle, different Ninja Turtle mask, uh, or Ninja Turtle face mask. And so it was, they were running around the the, uh, the convention. So I'm like, just have fun with it. You know, if, if you're going to have to wear a mask, have fun with it. And that's that's what I loved yeah. about seeing that. that was, There's was a lot of fo folks that were like, yeah, we know we have to wear a mask. Let's just do something with it. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, the other thing I'm going to tell folks is make sure you bring make sure you drink lots of water at conventions um day one i did not do that and yeah by the end of the show i was a hurt i was hurting so make sure you have lot, lots of water with you when you do conventions because <laughs> that's uh you, that's, you, you didn't have me with you to harp on you <laughs> uh, ac says dragon con is the best of all the whole that whole city is taken over by a huge uh sf con S what's SF? I'm trying to Science fiction. Science fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm tired of you. Hey, sorry. I'm I'm it's been like it's been four days. Actually, yeah. um I was watching on Twitter uh, earlier today. Um the DragonCon uh panel did awards for uh best science fiction series or something like that. Okay. And the Expanse took uh first place in that. The uh, James Corey, the guy who uh, writes the Expanse, was talking about that oh, on nice. today. He was quite proud of himself. Uh, AC, I hope uh, I hope I get to see you at a convention sometime. You know what? We should have AC on the show at some point. Like, AC is an amazing, amazing sci-fi artist. And just an awesome human being. So I would love to have him on the show at some point. He's He, he posts some really cool stuff. I've shared it on my home, my personal uh, Facebook page a few times. So if, if Anyway, uh, Doug says, who needs water, coffee, energy, and Mountain Dew all the way, LOL. No, do not do that. <laughs> Dehydrate yourself. And that's totally how you do that. Happened. That's <laughs> what happened on Friday, and it was not good. Oh, man. 
guys, cons are back. I'm excited. Uh, ben, you're going to be doing uh, Granite State Comic Con for for VCG oh, yeah. uh, while I'm at Gen Con. Um, are you nervous? Are you excited? What's 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 your? Because I was, I'll be honest, I was a little nervous. I there was a few yeah. nights leading up to this that I was, I did not sleep very well. Shocker! Uh, I, <laughs> shocker! Doug not sleeping well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we 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 talked a little bit about doing what you're comfortable with, and that's you know very clearly, you know, what I'm what I'm working with right now. Like there's there. There's definitely things in the forefront of my mind. Am I worried about how this is going to go? How am I going to be able to do this? You know, one of the things we have, you know, kind of planned for uh, Granite Con is is having some board games that people can come in and play out of a little bit of a library. How do I handle that as a facilitator and still keep everyone safe? You know, like right. and and not only keep people safe, but but be able to be there to help people. Uh, learn the game, play the game, and and get up and going quickly. You know, I'm really looking at the games that I'm bringing and what games we can curate to to give people a good gaming experience while still making it something that's manageable in these new conditions. It, and that's one thing that I'll also mention is that at Gen Con and Origins, we for Free League, we do not have any. We're not doing any like sessions. RPG sessions mm -hmm. um, as, as a company. Um, people might be doing them on their own. That's awesome. That's great. But we're, we're really not like we want, we want to be there because we want to be part of the community. We want to be there because we want to support the convention. But if you can't make it and you don't feel safe, that's fine too. And we're not looking at this as okay let's make a whole bunch of money and try to get everybody there to buy our new games and get our games. And no, we're looking at it as, Hey, we still want to, we want you to know that we, we, we support this community where we want to be a part of this community. We want to be a part of this convention for years to come. We want to support this convention, but I know, and this is the same thing with, with being at GraniteCon, And I think even being here at DragonCon, like we just want you to know that, that, we want to be here for you now, even while things are rough, so that once things get better, we can celebrate even more, and we can all kind of rejoice and and all kind of you know just have a blast like we used to, and you know it, we don't want to pressure anybody into coming to a convention that's not comfortable. That doesn't and 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 maybe you get to a convention and you feel like you're not right. Like and I'll be honest with you, the first couple hours, like it didn't feel right for me, but then I slowly got into it. So again, do what you're comfortable with, and and you know everybody try to respect that. I totally misspoke and and I didn't did not mention that Amanda is going to be. At, Gen at Granite Con as well. Oh, with so, yeah. Amanda, I apologize. So, if you would like to see Ben and Amanda uh, at Granite Con and you feel like you can do it safely, please go see them at Granite Con and uh, uh, September 18th and 19th. 
Uh, you can see me at, uh, at Gen Con during that time. And I think, let me see here. I think next week, it is next week, we are going to be talking. We have some guests on the Chaotic Good Guests. We're going to be talking with the folks that run uh, Adirondacon, which is a small gaming convention, uh, kind of a, a smaller gaming convention in Glens Falls, uh, New York, which is awesome. I, I love John and Veronica. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. So I know we talked a little bit about, I know we're going to, we, we talked a lot about conventions this week. We're going to probably talk about conventions again next week. <laughs> just, just be, we appreciate it. We appreciate you, you staying. Thank you to everybody that, that stayed and watched all this long. I guess what I want to hammer home this week or this month, and, and this is the ultimate thing, is not that we want to pressure you into going to conventions, but pressure supporting the, the communities that are around these conventions. And you don't even have to do that like by going. You can do that by being a part of whatever their Facebook page is, whatever the Discord is, being a part of, you know, spreading word about their convention. Like, there's so many other things that you can do to help these conventions survive because it's going to be a tough, like, it's tough right now. Like, everybody scheduled their conventions all together, and it's like, <laughs> how do you how do you survive? Madness. Right. So... Just make sure that, yes, even though some of these conventions are not as big as they were probably, you know, a few years ago and guests are canceling, they still, we still need conventions later on. We still need conventions now for some people like me because I miss connecting with people. Um, <laughs> I feel a lot of convention peer pressure. No, no, that's not it at all. That's not it at all. I want Cons are still a big way to really start word of mouth. They really like, are. You can you can do a lot online. You can do a lot with marketing. You can do a lot with uh, with all kinds of advertising. But to actually be able to put people in front of your game and let them roll the dice and let them experience it, or, or even just let them come up and look at the product, yep. is still a massive part of your advertising. Absolutely. You have. You have people going home with your product or just having seen your product saying, Oh my God, you guys won't believe what I saw. Like that's huge. Yeah. And not even just the sales, but like just the community. Like that's what I love about GraniteCon. GraniteCon is a great community. That's what I love about Adirondacon. Adirondacon is probably a smaller convention, probably on like around 150 attendees, like all together. That's another thing that I love about Carnage is because of the folks I there that I see every year, like, that's what makes a convention for me. Not the guests, not, I don't usually get to game very often. Like I, very rarely, I, when I do, it's, it's usually a treat and I do appreciate that, but like it's the connecting with people. So hopefully that's what you t get, get out, of this out of this month's podcast because you're probably gonna hear a lot of convention talk. Sorry, in advance. We'll probably talk a little bit about other stuff too. But communities, communities com supporting, supporting, uh, you know, these, these conventions. All right. That's going to do it. We're, we're at a, an hour and 15 minutes and I've talked way too much about DragonCon. If you're a fan of DragonCon, please hit that like button down below. Uh, if you uh, have any tips about conventions, please let us know in the comments. Uh, if you are attending any of the 
big conventions like Gen Con, Origins, or even Granite Con, let us know in the comments as well. We'd be glad to uh, connect with you there because that's one of the main reasons why I do it, and I think that's one of the reasons why Ben does it for uh, you know when when we do events and uh, we. I, I just look good standing behind the table. That's true. That's so true. You're that's just you're just the pretty face <laughs> of the booth. That, you're, you're you're basically the the. He's a know, booth babe. He's the booth babe. <laughs> Oh man! One of these days we're gonna have to get Jason into into a convention. Well, if they ever lift restrictions and allow me to travel outside the damn country without isolating for two weeks, you know what I might, we should have done? I might we actually try. We should have we should have announced Jason as a guest at the, <laughs> at Granicon and then canceled it the last minute. Be like, nope, sorry. Or be like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. I don't even know this dude. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. Well. That's going to do it for this episode of the Chaotic Good Cast. Episode, I think it's episode 117, guys. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy to think about. Creeping up on to 120. I want to thank everyone that joined us. Uh, thank you so much to everyone in the chat. Uh, thank you to uh, Ben and Jason and Barney, who had to leave a little early. He's got an, he's got an appointment in the He's got a meeting in the morning. So he's just, he it's an Illuminati off. meeting. Why do we just keep letting yeah. him do that? <laughs> It's uh, some colonoscopy like equipment uh, endorsement oh, deal that he's got. It's a, it's a, it's a fan club group or something. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna know. be the face of colonoscopies. Well, I mean, he he flexed about it at the top of the show. So, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's maybe he's going to uh, try to get some some sort of endorsement dollar. Oh well, yeah, literally a dollar, <laughs> <laughs> an endorsement dollar, <laughs> an endorsement dollar. All right, folks, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Chaotic Good Cast. It was chaotic, but it was so good. We will see you all next week. Thanks so much for watching this video. Uh, if you would be so kind, make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe, all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, it really is greatly appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victoryconditiongaming. We have all sorts of Patreon perks, and it definitely helps support our show. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> Doug English says, when Jason makes a con, he'll be the booth, babe. <laughs> Sure. That sure. will not draw you any extra so, traffic. <laughs> so I actually looked up uh, Dragon Con memberships, uh, yeah. and they call them memberships because yeah. they're not they're not badges or, or tickets. They're they're memberships because you're part of a community. But they have a lifetime membership that will get you into every Dragon Con that happens from now until whenever it ends. It's uh, only three thousand five hundred dollars. Well, you know what? If so, you so so, if people could buy ten of these from me, I'll be <laughs> able to go to Dragon Con for the rest of my life. So three thousand five hundred. I, I I don't know what for, a four day pass at Dragon Con was or four day uh, membership. You, sorry, a four day membership. Bu- if you buy it now for twenty twenty two, it'll cost you ninety five dollars for your for your for four days for your membership. Yep. So you'd have to go to for thirty. You have to basically go for thirty-five go, go years. Thirty-five years to get. Your so it's a young person's game, is what you're saying. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like season uh, tickets where you just pass them down to your loved ones. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Oh man. I looked at it. And I go, that's not a lot. And then I'm like doing the math, like Doug did. And I'm like, that is kind of a lot. That is kind of a lot. <laughs> And then you got to pay for plane tickets and hotels. Do, right? Do they do any kind of a VIP swag bag kind of thing at Dragon Con? I, I don't know. know. 
Because I, I know that's a lot. A lot of the expos do that. Like you can get the super deluxe mega pass where it comes with like this ridiculous swag bag. They've gotten so over curated now, though, that they're not as much fun as they used to be. Because it used to be really cool to open up your swag bag and be like, "Wow, look at all this neat stuff that I got." It's, and it's, a lot of the time, it would just be a variety of small things, but now it's getting to be pretty big stuff. Like you're getting core books for games and model sets from GW and paint sets from Vallejo and stuff like that. Like. I know the That's... the VIG program at, at Gen Con has a it, it's got a wait list to get yeah. it. Yeah, they actually raffle off so. spots on some of those now. Actually, like Adepticon yeah. uh, is the one major con for Warhammer now that does that all the time. I I noticed some of those some of those VIP passes let you in early. DragonCon didn't do that, so like I think that's starting to go away. Yeah. Honestly, it's. Like, I did that for an anime thon once, um, oh, probably a decade ago now, almost. Um, we paid the extra to get into the the dealer floor early, and it was cool, but it wasn't like it wasn't. Oh my god, it's necessary because there's still like 200 people cramming in there with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. hungry. Are you still are you still in the chat? Let me know if you're still in the chat. Um, the one reason why I, I wanted to tell you is if let me know if you're going to uh, Emerald City Comic Con this year because. Um, TJ Sterling, actually, the guy that was next to me at the, the, here at DragonCon, was said that he was going to go to Emerald City Con- Comic Con for the first time this year, and uh, yeah, you should you go. You should just Google his, his work; it's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. He's got like this. He's got this cool, like young adult, like sci fi space opera thing going on. So if you like Star Wars and stuff, it's actually really cool. And and uh, it, the, the comic looks re- really great. I picked it. I picked up the. Uh, the comic and it did pretty well in Kickstarter. So uh, I tried to, I'm trying to like push him over to Granite con cause he's, uh, he's from New Jersey. So it's only like a, a few hour drive to, to, to Granite con. So I put him in touch with the, the Granite, the Granite con folks. So hopefully Ben, if he's there, uh, you can connect with him. There you go. Oh, uh, uh, hungry says maybe. All right. Well, if you go, you go, if not, that's fine. But if you're a roving reporter Doug, for VCG, this is Doug putting that uh, that con peer pressure out there that yes. he said he wasn't doing. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just going to go. Like, if, if you do go, go, go check out yeah, TJ Story. <laughs> That's, no. no pressure, but go. Pressure, but you should definitely go. <laughs> no, no. It, it's, uh, it, he, he's super nice. And, and uh, yeah, he, yeah it, that was really cool. So. All right, guys, I'm going to go to bed. I'm Are beat. you? Are you? I'm probably going to pack up. I'm going to probably pack up my, my stuff so I don't have to do it. Like, I don't have my, my luggage. My, my See, this is one thing that I did. Like, I don't know if you can see this, but, like, that's my that's my VCG vest over there, like, the, my outdoor vest. Like, that is hiding all of my dirty clothes because I figured <laughs> if, if my dirty clothes was on screen in the background, Amanda uh, Call would call me out. This, oh, yeah. This entire hotel room, he sets up the camera so that you can see the dirty clothes behind him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's got four other ways you could orient. Them. There's, 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 like, this is a big, it's a big hotel room. It's, it's like, it's like a suite. And, like, this is the, the, the living room and there's like a little kitchenette off to here and there's a TV stand over here. Then there's like a little hallway with a bathroom and a big, there's another flat screen TV in the bedroom. And I just pile all my stuff on the couch. <laughs> and it, 
What what I'm hearing is it pays to be the guest of Andrew. Yeah, apparently <laughs> it's got some perks. <laughs> I guess, I guess this was like one of the last places that was taking, uh, you know, reservations. Reservations, rooms. yeah, yeah. I bet it was. It's just a madhouse. Like it's crazy. Like there's, like, like I I know after hours at conventions is is always wild, <laughs> but like. The music was pumping, like even until like midnight, one o'clock, and like you can hear it like blocks away, and it's awesome. It's what it is, what it is. All the locals are like, "What is going? Oh, right, those guys." <laughs> <laughs> what was that about? What was that about flexes? <laughs> yeah, no, don't want to, don't want to brag, but look at the size no. of this hotel room. I was just, I was just trying to explain that, like, yeah, there's probably more places that I probably could have set up that. Uh, <laughs> I could I could have had you all I could have been like doing this podcast from from my bed. It could have been one of those uh podcasts. Uh it's got to close up the store now and go I gotta, home. I got to go. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. to do. All right. See y'all later next week on that note. Let you uh, have a great week. Maybe we'll see you all on Wednesday when we do uh, Orbital Blues. Bye. Yeah. Bye. See you all later. Bye.